Hey, what's up, Mike? Yeah. Hey, what's up? It's Dan Jacob. Hey, man. How's it going? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Doing great, man. I'm excited for the big tour, the big show coming to the House of Blues of Anaheim Thursday, December 13th. What a lineup, man. You put together Sleep Signals, Ice Nine Kills, and Memphis May Fire at the House of Blues of Anaheim. Your first time playing there? Yeah, yeah. We've, uh, we've always played at the, uh, the one that was on uh, in, in the Disney area over there for years, but never played this new one, so it's exciting to get to check this venue out. I mean, I've seen a few shows there already, but... Uh, uh, yeah, like I said, I've not yet to play it yet, so it's uh, it's exciting. It's a good looking venue. It's a good sized room, and sounds great in there. And uh, you know, all the house blues are always really awesome. So we pumped. After uh, seven albums, does it get tougher to uh, to put together a set list? Yeah, it gets really tough, especially you know you got a new album and you want to promote it and play a few songs off it. But at the same time, you got to keep all the classics in there. So um, it's you know sometimes you're only taking one song off an album, you know, just because you can only squeeze so many into so much time. Especially when you have like a, a really short set, like if you're doing something where you're playing a festival and you got 30 minutes or something like that, and you got to pick, you know, six songs to play out of your entire catalog. It's tough. How many songs are you working in from the new album from In Our Wake in the set? Uh, I think we got about four we're playing right now. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Trino, you know, we got the, uh, you know, of course the time is now in there and stuff, and pushing a few other ones as well that we uh, that we really enjoy. In Our Wake it gets in there and uh, we're playing a little House of Gold. Nice. Um, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun that it's refreshing always to get to play some new songs when you've been, especially a band like us, have been a band for almost 20 years now. So some of these songs have been played for a real long time. And you guys worked with John Feldman again. Why was why was it time to go back and, and work with him? Uh, I mean, other than being a, a, a brilliant producer, but what, why was it just timing worked out now for him? Or Out of all the producers we ever worked with, like we always kind of thought maybe the grass would be greener on the other side and use somebody different every time to kind of cater to whatever we felt would be the ideal person for that particular album. And after, you know, years have gone by and kind of looking back on everything uh, and all our experiences, John Feldman was the one that we enjoyed the most and felt we got the most out of. So we were like, man, it'd be really cool to go back and do another album with him. So we went back and did it. And it, uh, I mean, it just worked so good. It was, we worked so fast with him and the songs come out really quick and then get in the studio and write everything basically in the studio. And uh, within a week or two, we have, you know, half an album, you know, written and recorded. So it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. Seems like he really brings like the the hooks and the choruses out of you guys a lot too, but but doesn't take away the shredding either. I mean, there's still plenty of shredding and riffing on the album. Yeah, like he kind of sometimes he'll just bring like a overall idea to the table or a, maybe a basic like chord structure with a melody kind of idea or something that he thinks would be cool, and we kind of just take it and just go to town on it and do our own thing and turn it into uh, what ends up being a very uh, a very Atreus sounding uh, song. Yeah, lots of different sounds, lots of different styles. Like always, it's a real like varied album. Like you can't, you know, put it in one specific box. There's slow songs, there's heavy songs, there's, you know, in between. There's a, a good variety on the album. I really like the uh, the sequencing of it too. Thank you. Yeah, I think uh, it's important with any album to have a variety on there, so it doesn't feel like you're listening to the same song over and over again. You want to have uh, you want you want an album to kind of take you on a journey. You know, whether it just be listening to songs, a few of them here and there, or even listening to they put in to kind of get the full experience out of it. We even, to an extent, look at it in a way where, um, like an A and B side, you know, because if it's going to be put onto vinyl, which it is, um, nice. there's always a side A and a side B, so you kind of want the first side, first, you know, six songs to kind of collectively have their vibe to it, and then the next six to have their own vibe to it, as well as in the collective effort of all of them together. So, it's, you know, we put a lot into that stuff to uh, make it feel right, get the idea across as, as best as possible. 
I love that, man. I love that you guys are still doing albums when a lot of people are kind of like, nah, I'm just going to go out and tour and play the old stuff. And that's, you know, where the money's at. It's great that you guys are still cranking them out. Yeah, it's fun. You know, I mean, we're as much as we love all the old stuff, you know, it's, it's just so exciting to create new stuff. And uh, it just keeps it keeps our brains fresh and even just keeps uh keeps us relevant you know what i mean instead of just kind of uh, relying on classic hits and stuff just doing something that's uh modern and kind of uh letting fans that have never even heard of us before you kind of using it as a gateway to get into the rest of our catalog and whatnot i love it man hey speaking of the house of blues i saw you a couple of weeks ago when uh brandon was helping out trivia at the House of Blues yeah. Anaheim. That was a great show, man. I mean, obviously it would have been better if Matt would have been there, but still a really cool, unique performance. And Brandon, what, did two or three songs, I think, with him, right? Yeah, yeah, I did three songs with him. And, of course, with Howard Jones as well, which is super cool. I mean, it's just sort of rare to have a combination of people come together like that and that genre of music especially. It doesn't happen very often. It probably never even happen again. It's one of those wonderful things that like you just had to be there and catch it, you know? And if you saw it, you did. And if you didn't, uh, you know, hopefully it's on... on uh, yeah. YouTube or on Instagram or something, you can go check out a video of it. <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> Are you guys going to do any uh, filming of, of your tour, the the show at House of Blues, being a hometown show? Yeah, we'll probably try to get um, you know a little bit, a little bit of something going. Um, you know, it's it's hard not to want to capture all these moments. You know, with anything, especially a hometown show. You know, and, but uh, whenever your band gets to go on tour and you know have fans come out and sing along and do all this crazy stuff, I mean, every moment is so epic and just so uh, you know it's just so cool to, to to be a part of something like this and uh especially get to come to the hometown crowd and and have uh, your family and friends and everybody come out and hang out and uh i don't know it just kind of feels like a big party instead of just uh just playing uh, a show you know so it's uh you know it's always a good time and it's also the last date of the tour and that's that's usually when the uh hijinks happen too right Exactly, you know, that's <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the craziest thing we'll probably be doing is uh, going home right afterwards and going straight to bed. You know? <laughs> Are there any uh, good end of the tour hijinks that you can think of that you've been a part of over the years? Oh my gosh, yeah, us and uh, Under Oath got into a little van war back in the day. Kind of got a little bit nasty. What happened? Um, I mean, uh, the very end of it, basically, and I can't remember all of the things that built up to it, but the very end, we thought we had them. You know, at the time, they kind of had an image of being a, a very like religious band and whatnot, and uh, we thought it'd be funny to cover their whole van with like 50 plus porn magazines. <laughs> we cut all these 50 plus porn and put it all over and put like condoms and anal lube and all this stuff all over their van while they were playing so they came out and just saw all this stuff I mean just completely like this big inflatable dick that we put that was probably like <laughs> five feet tall on top of it I mean it was we just, just covered this thing and we thought we just destroyed them and we were like we got this so we go and we play and we come back and our van is covered in like Vaseline and like raw meat and like Ooh. Like, there was like sh- all over. It was like the <laughs> nastiest thing. We could not get this stuff off for like forever, for the longest time. And, uh, it, you know, it's funny. At one point in time, we almost sold the band to, uh, to the band Cold War Kids because they were uh, some of those guys we played in bands with in high school and they were looking for a band when they were first starting out. They were coming back to look at that and we're like, uh, I don't know <laughs> if you want this one exactly. This one might not be the, the one you're looking for. It's got some history behind it, you know? It's a historic it does, band. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see you under oath out there again, too. They just put out a new album. Glad to see those guys out and being active. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome seeing any bands from, especially from our era, bands that came out in the kind of early, late 90s, early 2000s, still being relevant and still doing stuff. You know, it just shows like, uh, you know, how talented all these bands really are. You know, it's, 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 it's cool to see it, especially to grow up with all these people and uh, 
see us all as adults now, with people having families and kids, and everyone's still touring around and playing shows together and putting out new music that sounds great. It's super cool. It's, it's awesome to watch it. Yeah, it's a great time for music right now. And I, I'm sure you were stoked, uh, as we all, I'm, I know you were, because last time I saw you, one of the last times was at a Maiden show, but great to see that they're coming back to Southern California and doing a big tour and the, bringing out all the big guns and the production and everything. Yeah, I love it. I love uh, I love seeing any bands that, you know, go for it and go for the production and put on the show and go the extra mile, you know. It's, uh, there's only a few bands that really go nuts with that stuff, and it's so cool to see, you know, whether it be like bands like Ghosts or... Um, in this moment or, you know, even fight for the death punch stuff. I don't think it's kind of cool imagery and, and put out a really cool vibe. So it's, uh, it's awesome. It, it needs to be done. You know, rock and roll is, uh, it's, you know, I, I think it kind of took a downswing for a little while here. Uh, not necessarily that it wasn't big, but it's just kind of more of underground as a line like hip hop and the EDM and things like that are really big right now. Right. But, um, it's kind of, it's swinging back again. You know what I mean? It's going to, everything swings back eventually and it, it's, it's uh, coming back up again. You can see a lot of new rock bands coming up everywhere and there's, a lot of new uh, cool vibes coming out, and it's uh, it feels fresh again in one way or another. Uh, so it's it's exciting. It's an exciting time to put out music right now and be a part of all this. Are you digging the the kind of the new old throwback sound that's kind of like the Greta Van Fleet and that whole sound that's coming back? Yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, it's um, you know the sounds from some of the so many of those bands back then are so awesome, and of course a lot of them are just getting older, and it's harder you know, attract a younger crowd when you, you know, you're an older dude sometimes, you know, I mean, it's not that it's impossible by any means. There's something much more enticing about that new fresh version of something like that. And especially a band like, uh, like the Struts, I think is awesome. You do a great job. And they kind of have that queenish kind of thing going on. Yeah. Or, um, I mean, yeah, even Greta Von Fleet or even, um, Dorothy's doing some stuff right now that sounds like Janis Joplin or something. It's pretty cool. I think she's actually on tour with, uh, Greta Von Fleet or Struts or Boats or something like that. So it's kind of a neat thing. Yeah, and Rival Sons kind of in that same same world as well, doing that. Yeah, exactly. That throwback sound. Hey, what are you drinking these days? What's your favorite beer right now? Oh man, I'm uh, actually right now I'm getting excited for uh, we have a trade beer coming out. Oh really? Here soon. Yeah, it's called uh, it's called Superhero. We have a song on the album called Superhero. Right. So we collaborated with, with uh, Noble Ale Works, and uh, we did a. Um, I want to say it's like a juicy. It's like a, basically an orange juicy double IPA. Eight point seven percent. The can artwork is super freaking cool. Like because the song's called Superhero, and at the same time, right now, um, our singer Alex is a really big fan of like classic comic books from like the forties. So we're like, it'd be really cool to do artwork on the can. It's like superhero looking, called Superhero, and us is all the characters, but in the style of this kind of classic comic book vibe. Uh, so it's it's super cool, and it's uh should be coming out here probably in uh, early December, and uh, we'll probably do like a release party up to cruise out. Uh, probably something at Noble and uh, maybe even something else local as well. Absolutely, man. That'll be awesome. And and so each each guy in the band is a different uh, superhero on the can, pretty much. Exactly, yeah. With our own, own instruments and stuff like that, but kind of decked out more superhero vibes. And uh, it's super cool. It's a really colorful can. It, it's eye candy, especially just the name superhero. If you're into that kind of stuff, you're into comic books and whatnot. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely like, even if you've never heard of our band, just the, the style of beer it is, it's really... It's like a real easy, drinkable, you know, juicy beer, as well as like, you want to do some crazy stuff, you've heard of like beer floats and whatnot, you can, uh, one of the things that I grew up on was my dad doing this old classic thing where you basically just take orange juice, a cup of orange juice, and you put a scoop of ice cream in it, so with a beer Ooh. like this, it's all, 
all very orange. You can put, uh, you can do a beer float, put a scoop of vanilla ice cream in your uh, superhero your superhero beer and makes it a superhero float, you know? That'll be awesome, man. I'm sure you had a big hand in, in putting that together and, and doing all the taste testing and sampling and, and <laughs> all the research. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's exciting doing something like this. I mean, I, I know a lot of bands are doing this right now. Being able to collaborate with any any sort of like food or to be beer, even doing like coffee, we have a coffee we're working on right now. And a few other things. It's just, uh, it's really neat just to brand your band in other ways and kind of do these cross collaborations with stuff outside of just music. Yeah. Um, especially beer, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, most people drink beer, especially our fans and stuff. So it's, and, and ourselves included. So it's, uh, cool just to have your own beer and be able to you know go to a restaurant and see it on tap and be like yeah i'll order one of my my beers you know superhero beer that's super rad man congrats on that that's that's awesome is that your kind of favorite right now the hazy still um yeah i mean lately i've been kind of keeping it light i've been like kind of almost going for super classic like you know lagers or pilsners and stuff like super just kind of light easy drinking crushable drink a lot more you know yeah Cool, man. And then uh, before I let you go, any, anything else you want to uh, plug in still happening? Yeah, yeah. We've been mostly for the uh, for a little while now exclusively doing just kind of Marshall uh, stuff. This is going awesome. Uh, but we actually just got Fender as well now. So we're doing a we'll be the Fender uh, and Marshall Jackrax come up here, which is awesome, you know, because it's uh, that's they both have such unique looks and they're both such classic brands. So to have the pair of them is kind of, you know, the creme de la creme. I mean, it, there's nothing really above that, you know, so we're uh, we're super excited. Perfect time of the year, getting into the holiday season. That's a perfect gift for any rocker. And uh, yeah. anything else? Any other business, merch business? Anything else you want to get out? Yeah, I mean, uh, just doing our thing with uh, Rockworld Merch, my merch company. You know, if uh, any bands or brands, you know, need some, some cool T-shirts or, you know, some uh, swag, maybe we've uh, been getting down on Get Down. We've got a new print shop now called the, uh, the World's Greatest Print Shop, <laughs> uh, which is cool. It helps us uh, print stuff for our merch company. Um, yeah, so uh, all the things. Yeah, and if... Uh, Except for a, you want a cool Christmas gift, go to, uh, you can go to www.thejackrack.com and uh, treat yourself to uh, the way uh, rock stars hang their keys. Cool, man. Best of luck on the road, and, and hopefully I'll see you at the uh, House of Blues or Noble or one of these things. Yeah, thank you, Mike. I appreciate your time. Yeah, the interview. Anytime, man. Have a, have safe travels out there. We'll see you. In- All right. You too, Later. Later. Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at MikeZ967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks online at KCALFM.com. Adios,